a Socceroos coaching bombshell on the first day of the NRL season. What's going on? It's Thursday, the 8th of March. It's time for your daily dose of Sporting Agenda. Your audio edition of the Fox Sports homepage. The Splash with your host, Phil Pryor. Thank you very much for tuning in on this Thursday, day one of the NRL season. But I am joined by Dave Weiner of the Fox football team and Anna Harrington down in Melbourne. Welcome to you both, Dave, twice in three days. The other day we're talking about, uh, what was it, Bert Van Marwijk's Socceroos squad. And two days later... We're talking about a new Socceroos coach. What's going on? Football news, football news, football news. That's what it's all about. That's what we're doing. I can only suspect that's a little bit of a reason why the announcement came today. David Gallup gave some other reasons (laughs) about contracts and all sorts of things, but might have a little bit to do with it. Yeah, perhaps. Hello, Anna Harrington. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Thanks for having me. It's uh, exciting times. Yeah, football news everywhere. And we'll talk to you a, a bit later about the Fox Footy launch last night as well uh, on the eve of uh, International Women's Day. We had plenty of uh, positive news as well coming out of Melbourne. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're talking in terms of the Fox footy launch. Or... Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's really exciting coming from, yeah, in Melbourne. Uh, launched last night, a really revamped lineup heading into this season. Uh, a real focus on getting some fresh talent in, a lot more female faces in, a lot of younger faces in. Um, I think that was headlined by having five new shows. Um, mm. And the big one was On the Mark, which um, will be on Wednesday nights, very similar to League Life. Um, yep. That'll be headlined by uh, Sarah Jones, Kelly Underwood, and Narrowly Meadows. Um, so, really exciting revamp happening um, down at Fox Footy. And I was at the launch last night, and it was a a great night and got to see some of the talents of um, our video guys, some of the amazing work they can do and what they can produce. And, yeah, it's that, it's that time of year where everyone's starting to, to get excited for the AFL season rolling through. Big time. We'll, uh, uh, I'll, uh, we'll elaborate a little bit more on that later on today's uh, podcast, um, but it, it is time for a couple of other little headlines, plus a reminder that... Unibet's expert edge gives you the rugby league stats and insights you need to back more winners this NRL season, not to mention offering up a stack of Unibet specials every round. So jump onto the Unibet website or download the Unibet app to check it out. Headlines time. Uh, We will start with football, of course. A big announcement. Graham Arnold. He's going to be taking over the Socceroos' top job, of course, current Sydney FC manager. But he'll take over after the World Cup's over. We're going to be talking about that today. Uh, Tottenham, they're out of the European Champions League. Uh, Juventus got over them uh, this morning. And the Matildas, they lost for the first time in about, what was it, 18 months, Dave? Uh, they lost. They finished fourth in the Algarve Cup. Uh, and in... NRL, Jared Hayne, he's denied uh, these rape allegations that have come out of the States. We've got some fresh information on that on the website. And Broncos hooker Andrew McCulloch will start this evening's uh, kickoff to the 2018 season from the bench. Um, Sam Thiday, a big 112-kilogram uh, forward, he's going to be starting in, uh, in the rake position. He did that a few times last year, actually, Dave. Uh, look, I know we're here to talk 
Socceroos, but you're a Tigers man. Uh, surely you've been caught up in the uh, NRL hype a little bit this week. Wake me up when the first uh, five rounds of the season are over. I've looked at our fixtures the other day. <laughs> oh, boy. So the Roosters first up this Saturday afternoon. Uh, any chance? <clears throat> Moving on to the Socceroos, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Hey, uh, no, just on... I, I mentioned Unibet uh, a moment ago. Um, they're here to tell you uh, they've got the expert edge information. Um, and as far as the Panthers-Eels match uh, on Sunday is concerned, the underdogs have won against the line in nine of the past ten meetings between these two Western Sydney clubs. Bevan French has scored a try in six of his past seven games in this fixture, and Unibet have a special for that combination this weekend. So make sure you go and check that one out. Now, Dave, Graham Arnold, he's been Mm. uh, sworn in as coach of the Socceroos uh, once the World Cup is over. What's going on? Why is this announcement coming today? That's uh, what we should try and clear up first. Yeah, I, I have my suspicions about what I said off the top of the show. Um, in terms of should this have been an announcement made before the World Cup, I didn't necessarily be. I wasn't necessarily sweating on it being an announcement before the World Cup. I, I didn't mind the intrigue of what would happen beyond Bern van Marwijk. Listening to David Gallup today, it was very clear that they were of the opinion, let's get the speculation out of the way. Let's allow van Marwijk the clear air to focus. So you've got six months on pinch hitting and at the same time when Graham Arnold is in Russia, when Graham Arnold's floating around FFAHQ, there's no questions of you know something going on under the radar, some sort of uh, plot, some sort of rumour. Mm. Everyone knows he's there planning for the long term. He's standing around in Russia looking from afar, observing, trying to get his feet on the ground for what he's going to pick up. And when you put it that way, it does make a little bit of sense. And then it's whether it's today, whether it's next week, whether it's the week after. For Sydney FC, I think given they've had a few wobbles in recent weeks as well, and now they're looking and staring right down the barrel of a finals charge with Newcastle Jets coming at them, um, I think it's really important. They've got that line in the sand and the players and the fans know exactly what's going on. I think inevitably with... Um, reconnaissance being done to find a replacement, which the club said they've done for a couple, of, been starting for a couple of weeks now, that would have got out. And I think mm-hmm. the FFA needed to get on to the front foot before they got gazumped. And to an extent, they kind of were because it was in the Daily Telegraph this morning, um, sort of before the announcement today. So um, in the, in the end, it makes sense. More having before, I didn't really thought that we needed to know right now whether it's the day of the NRL or not. I mean, that's only speculation. In terms of the actual appointment, look, I think once they weren't going to go into a worldwide search and, and drag it out and look for another uh, manager of uh, you know overseas esteem, there was only one candidate. It had to be Graham Arnold. You look at a guy who's got the highest winning percentage in the A-League's history. He's, if particularly if he can keep Sydney FC focused, as he promises, mm. and get them towards more silverware, he's in charge of a side that is arguably the greatest the competition's ever seen. Um, and that is a big debating point well beyond the, the few minutes we've got to talk about it on the podcast. His big question marks, Sydney FC have not endeared, like Ange Postecoglou's Brisbane Raw have. Can he bring the charm to the Socceroos post that is a statesman-like post for the sake yeah. of the game? And to be fair to Arnie, he, well, he looked like the cat who stole the cream today in the press conference. He was so happy. He was so proud. <laughs> proud as punch. He looked like a guy who just is sitting where he has always dreamed of being. 
And if he can translate that kind of mood and demeanour while he's in charge of the Socceroos, that can only be good for the publicity of the team and the game and the warmth that that evokes. What will be key to that is learning from the lessons of 10 years ago, which is the major question mark. Yes, he's had success at club level. Yes, he's had success in an A-league level. And people say, can you translate that? Can you translate your recruitment to the international level? Can you replicate what you did with you know, a Mariner side that had a low budget at international level? These are all the questions you're going to be asked. But the biggest question is, 10 years ago or 11 years ago at the Asian Cup, he struggled. Mm. But he has admitted he's on the record today. He's on the record in the past saying that he's learned much yeah. immensely from that experience. You do learn your way to the top. Uh, Anna Harrington, do you agree with the timing of this announcement and do you agree with the decision itself? I think if you're going to look at the Australian candidates, he was the standout um, Australian. The interesting thing was the timing is uh, I mean, there's been a lot of good weeks for Sydney FC and I think this week was probably the worst week in terms of how... Um, Arnie's team's fared, um, obviously getting knocking over for a second time in uh, three appearances at the Champions League, and then um, they got done by the 10-man Jets on the weekend. So it's not been mm. a great uh, few days for Graham Arnold's team. Um, but in terms of the overall context, I think it makes a lot of sense, um, as Dave said, in terms of getting um, getting the announcement out of the way, um, especially for Bert Van Moek, um, in terms of letting him have that clear run at the, um, at the friendlies and then at the World Cup itself without the talk being the underlying discussion of who's the next man in charge. So I think that's good in that sense. Um, and for Sydney FC as well, um, getting that bit of clarity, especially for the players who want to know what they're doing. There's another manager coming in and uh, also gives that club an opportunity to scout for the best available manager rather than being in a bit of a dogfight later on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think his results over the past couple of years, and even before that with the Mariners, sort of uh, tell the story um, in terms of what he can achieve at an Australian level um, and also his ability to get the best out of players. You look at players like um, Brandon O'Neill, who couldn't get a gig really at Perth, or Josh Galante, who had a tough time over in um, over in Europe, and uh, even guys like Alex Wilkinson and Michael Zullo, who struggled at Melbourne City and then have found their um, best form again. He's, uh, I think, really developed that ability to get the best out of players, and um, obviously that query over him is, uh, has he learned from the mistakes of um, 2007? He says he's a very much changed man. And also, um, if things do get tough, um, we saw things even take the strain on Ange. Um, saw Arnie react um, not well a few years back when Sydney weren't faring quite so well. So it's being able to keep his emotions in check in mm, that sense point, yeah. and not be phased there um, when things aren't all going to plan. But on, on the face of it, I think it's a logical appointment. Yeah, uh, Dave, I know you have to go in a second, um, but one more question for you. Please. Will Arnie be able to translate this winning formula uh, at A-League level to the international scene? I think there's a one key thing that hasn't really been touched on a lot, and um, Anna talked about his composure, and I actually did an interview with him a couple of years ago where he actually said he looked himself in the mirror and didn't like what he saw. And that was the real change from the Sydney FC side that struggled to make the six to a Sydney FC side that has been all and sundry ever since then. And when Arnie has been at his best, both at Central Coast and at Sydney FC, he's been a real mentor and leader. And the players within there just abide by him and have full faith and trust in his methods and everything. And that's here's the point that probably hasn't been appreciated in terms of can he own this dressing room that 10 or 11 years ago might have been too big for him. Well, you look at the Socceroos squad as it stands, and he either brought through at the Mariners or coached at Sydney FC Matt Ryan, Trent Sainsbury, Danny Vukovic, Alex Gersbach, Matt German, Tom Rogic, 
Josh Berlante. He coached James Teresi with the Oli Roos. He's been with Mark Milligan and Tim Cahill previously. Whether they're involved beyond is another question. Yeah. Um, this is a dressing room that trusts him. This is a dressing room that it includes his son-in-law in Sainsbury. So yeah, this is yeah. a dressing room that he is not going to be walking walking into, needing to prove himself to the extent that he did 11 years ago. And I think, and as a Socceroos fan, hopefully that makes that means that he can come in confidently, come in swinging. He's confident he'll do a great job. Let's hope he does. And uh, the irony, of course, is that he will start his first goal will be the Asian Cup. The mm. tournament sort of taught him so much 11 years ago. The best way for him to step out of that past and Ange Postacoglu's shadow, of course, yeah. is to do yeah. well in the very tournament that he won four years ago. So um, lots to happen before we even re- get back to Arnie <laughs> and the Socceroos. But I guess we've got that in the news agenda now. We've got clarity. We move on. And uh, they go on to try and do things with Sydney FC. And Van Marwijk hopefully does something special with the Socceroos over the next six months. Clarity is a good thing. Uh, Dave Wainer, thank you very much for joining the Splash. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Enjoy the football seasons this afternoon for everyone that is uh, so inclined. Now, Anna, you're still there. I am. I will have to dash soon, but I can uh, have a quick chat. Yeah, good, good. Um, Hey, look. Gold Coast Suns skipper Tom Lynch, he, he's he been in the headlines all week. Um, he's been linked to plenty of clubs. Uh, what, what have you heard down in the Fox footy uh, rooms down there the last uh, couple of days? Um, well, Tom Lynch is obviously going to be a man in demand. He's a fantastic um, player, leader, and he is Victorian, so that's the appeal there. Um, Drew Jones here. Um, Fox Sports News had a great get with uh, St Kilda being reported to be amongst the um, mm. the new suitors for Lynch's services. But yeah, I think it's just a story that's going to play out throughout the year. Um, when you've got a player who is so talented, um, has so many clubs interested and is yet to sign on the dotted line, that speculation is going to continue until he makes a decision. And uh, yeah, he can just hope that his form it continues or improves and he'll get the best offer for his services. Yeah, yeah. The other story that's uh, done the rounds uh, in the last couple of days is Sydney Ruckman Sam Naismith uh, rupturing mm. his ACL yesterday morning at Swans training. Your colleague Sarah Ollie down there is a massive Swans supporter. Yeah. She must have been shattered with this one. Yeah, um, it's not great news for Sydney. We know that they traded away Toby Nankervis um, before the start of last season. He obviously went yeah. on to win a flag, Kurt Tippett's early retirement. Um, and Naismith was their first choice ruck, so yeah. it's really left them in a bit of a predicament. Callum Sinclair can pinch it between ruck and forward line. Darcy Cameron hasn't played a lot of senior footy, but might get the chance to step up. And then um, Alir Alir um, has been pinch hitting a bit through the preseason as well. So mm. Sydney have really got something to think about in terms of um, where they go to from here and it's obviously raised a discussion around should there be more um, windows to adjust your list and that sort of conversation that always comes up when players um, do uh, severe injuries at this time of year um, but yeah huge blow for the Swans mm. and um, it's going to be very interesting to see how they handle this Yeah I think they picked up no less than three ankle in- issues against the Lions last weekend uh, and then they you know, this Naismith news drops as well, heading into uh, Friday night's clash, JLT series clash against the Giants. You'd think that the coaching staff might be reconsidering who they put on the park because uh, they will, they're definitely still haunted by 
the 0-6 start last season, uh, which was uh, induced by a lot of injury issues. Yeah, absolutely. It'll give them a few things to think about. Um, but they're professionals. They'll back themselves in to manage their players the right way and uh, have a fit lineup heading into round one. And they're so um, they're so well drilled up in Sydney that that zero six start was almost an anomaly for them. So yeah, it's hard to see yeah. that happening again. Um, Anna, did you did you get along to the Fox Footy launch last night? I did. It was a fantastic night. Um, they put on a brilliant show as always. Um, the guys down here, um, yeah, really short and sharp in terms of the formalities, introducing the new lineup, some of the new faces that we'll see throughout, and obviously some fantastic um, audiovisual work from the team at Fox Footy. Um, brilliant night. Fox Footy is a slick operation. Uh, is there any sort of easy way to describe the uh, the coverage changes that um, fans and viewers can expect? Of course, you know, for example, on a Saturday evening, the the big lineup of games normally uh, wraps up uh, late on a Saturday evening, and then uh, there's a bit of uh, sort of post-game analysis. Uh, I believe there's a new show moving into that slot, and of course, you mentioned off the mark uh, with Sarah Jones narrowly Meadows um, yeah so there's there's plenty uh, there's plenty to look forward to heading into the new season absolutely it's really exciting um, there's been some new changes in terms of um, personnel um, in terms of the hosting as I said there's five new shows um, which is really exciting Bob Murphy too Yes, um, Bob Murphy and Nick Rewalt are among those to have signed on for the um, new season. Bob's going to have his own show that starts, um, I think, about midway through the season, just called Bob, um, yep. where he's going to be interviewing <laughs> some of the game's um, biggest and most interesting personalities. Um, he'll also be on AFL 360, um, along with Nick Rewalt at times. Um, there's some revamped lineups happening there. Um, mm-hmm. As mentioned before, the Saturday stretch will be coming in after the five games fitting into that slot on a Saturday night um, yeah. to really wrap up and provide live updates. That's Narrowly Meadows um, with Brad Johnson and Dermot Burton. Um, there's the Beat Test, which is a fun quiz show happening on a Wednesday, and that's on after On The Mark. And then we've got the Weekend Lowdown, which is happening on Thursday and promises to be, uh, I guess, the best preview show um, that you'll see on any screen anywhere. So that's really exciting. Um, lots of new faces, really fresh lineup. Lots of female faces, lots of young faces. Um, some new champions of the game signing on them. I guess some favourites sticking around as well. So, promises mm. to be a really exciting season at Fox Footy. Yeah, big time. Uh, looking forward to all that. The AFL season is only a couple of weeks away. Anna Harrington, thank you very much for joining the Splash today. No, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. And of course, the NRL season kicks off. This evening, foxsports.com.au is your home for coverage as that game not only unfolds, uh, but then as we, uh, through to post-game analysis, what are the big talking points following the season opener down in Cogra between the Dragons, Ben Hunt's Dragons, against the Brisbane Broncos, a club who have been all over the media this week with, uh, of course, names like Matt Lodge, uh, and Andrew McCulloch and Wayne Bennett as well. Uh, so plenty to look forward to as we build up to the first round of the NRL 2018 season. Now, don't forget, get the expert edge today. Visit unibet.com.au or download the Unibet app. Uh, and if you want to continue the conversation with me, do so at Phil underscore prior. 
on the splash today. That's a wrap.